0: Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now. And here are your news on web. President Rodrigo Roa Duterte has ordered the equitable distribution of different brands of coronavirus vaccines across the country after expressing dismay with some people's preference for Pfizer jabs. In a televised address late late Wednesday, the president insisted that people should not be choosy with the vaccine brands, especially since the country's supply was limited. Duterte maintained that there should be fair and equitable access to the vaccines available in the country. Given the limited supply, he told the public not to be selective about the brand of vaccine. He said the vaccines which have been given emergency use approval in the country have been proven safe and effective in clinical trials. With the emergence of new coronavirus variants, Duterte said it was better to get vaccinated right away without being choosy. The president made the appeal against vaccine discrimination even after he had his own preference for a brand.
1: Yung, ano, I cannot administer exclusive viser sa isang lugar to the uh, exclusion of other Filipinos. Kaya hindi pwede ho yung, ano, kailangan talaga i at saka yung blind ang tao sa anong binibigay. Basta may bakuna, period. And the best bakuna is really the one that's available for you. Uh, there must be equality in everything. Kung sana maraming Pfizer tapos hindi maibigay sa inyo, then you have every reason to complain. But, if it is a limited number, tapos gusto niyo sa inyo lang hindi pwede yan so ang order by is to mix kung ayaw niyo wag ayaw, ayaw niyo nang ng ibang Sino vac an order hindi in, naman 'yan problema yan
0: a total of 12.25 million vaccine doses against the COVID-19 are expected to be delivered to the country in June As the national government seeks to ramp up the immunization program, Secretary Carlito Galvez Jr. announced on Wednesday night, May 26. This despite the admission of Galvez that some of the deliveries intended for the month of May were either moved next month or decreased in volume. According to Galvez, the 2.2 million doses of Pfizer vaccines from the COVAX facility that were initially set for delivery in the latter part of May were moved between June 7 to 11. The country is also set to receive a total of 4.5 million doses of Coronavac vaccines from Sinovac with the initial delivery of 1 million doses arriving on June 6, while 250,000 doses of Moderna jabs will be shipped on June 21. There are also 3.3 million doses of AstraZeneca and 2 million doses of Sputnik V that will come, but Galvez has yet to determine the dates of their arrival. Meanwhile, the delivery of Sputnik V vaccines for the month of May will push through, although the supply was decreased to only 300,000 from 1.3 million. Galvez also cited the improving status of immunization program as a total of 1,168,030 1,168,030 jabs were administered in one week the highest weekly tally so far the highest daily record was logged in may 21 with 237,894 people vaccinated in one single day the philippines ranked 36 out of 95 countries around the world in terms of the vaccination program which was five notches higher compared to 41st place last week. It also ranked 13th from 16th out of 47 countries in Asia and second out of 10 countries in the ASEAN. President Duterte on Wednesday, May 26, said he was heartbroken for overseas Filipino workers who have to come back to the Philippines because they lost their jobs abroad due to the coronavirus pandemic. The chief executive urged them to come home if needed because the government will look into what it can do for them while they find their footing here. The president expressed gratitude to Defense Secretary Delfin Lorenzana who, he stressed, must make sure returning OFWs are placed in quarantine facilities such as hotel to ensure their safety. In February, the Department of Labor and Employment said that almost 450,000 OFWs have returned home because of the pandemic. They find themselves without jobs here, while others try to apply for overseas employment again. Returning OFWs are required to quarantine for 10 days in a hotel and another 4 days at home. The government is also planning a green lane for vaccinated OFWs to bring down the number of required days of quarantine to 7.
1: Ma- masakit sa akin yung mga Pilipino na mag dahil nga sa pan- pandemic. Masakit sa akin na umulaan sila ng trabaho at uh, medyo ubos ang pera. we uh, long way to, to come home. So kung sino talaga yung mga Pilipino na gustong umuwi, we will do everything to expedite the return to the country, which is the Philippines. Mahal ko kayo. Kung hindi, hindi mahal sa kanda, then I love you all and come back to our country. And uh, mag-ano kung anong magawa natin para sa inyo.
0: Incentive programs may help counter COVID-19 vaccine hesitancy among Filipinos according to a sociologist. Health and Technology Assessment Council member Maria Karin Aleandrina said during the Logging and briefing, offering people incentives after receiving COVID-19 shots may help boost vaccine trust. She said incentivization, such as providing free products and offering discounts, would help convince people to get vaccinated. On May 20, a social weather station survey revealed that only 32% of adult Filipinos are willing to receive free COVID-19 vaccines approved by the Food and Drug Administration. In Metro News, Navota City used up all AstraZeneca vaccine doses according to Mayor Chanco. San Juan City reaches 30% of targeted vaccinated population to achieve herd immunity. And the Quezon City government summons Franz Pumarin over breach of health protocols in food distribution drive. More from these reports.
2: The local government of Navotas has already administered the allocated first doses of Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine to its residents who belong to the priority groups. As of May 25, 14,285 city residents and workers have received their first jobs of AstraZeneca. Of these, 596 are frontliners, 3,237 senior citizens, and 10,452 persons with comorbidities. The city received 1,586 vials of AstraZeneca vaccine from the national government which were given in March and May who are included in the A2 and A3 categories can be vaccinated through a city-given schedule, walk-in or self-set appointment. The city of San Juan has already vaccinated 30% of its target population to achieve herd immunity. San Juan City Mayor Francis Zamora bared on Wednesday. The mayor said that San Juan has received a total of 11,700 doses of Pfizer vaccines, 12,000 doses of AstraZeneca, and 10,000 doses of Sinovac that were delivered about two weeks ago. He added that the local government was instructed to exhaust its supply of Pfizer vaccines immediately due to its sensitive inoculation process. Zamora has previously said that he was elated with the daily rate of vaccination the city is doing. Taglason City Government has issued a show-cause order to Majority Floor Leader Franz Pumarin over alleged violation of health protocols during his food distribution drive in Barangay Old Balara on Tuesday. The show-cause order was received by Pumarin at around 9am on Wednesday, May 26. Pumarin clarified that the food distribution is not a social gathering. Residents who went to the food distribution will be monitored and will be tested for COVID-19 if they're experiencing symptoms. The City Legal Department is already conducting an investigation on this incident, and all individuals who will be found liable will be charged
0: here are the top news in other parts of the country two workers die after explosion inside the dnd arsenal in bataan pangasinan farmers urged to start planting palay by june and usa comes to Davao city's aid let's check out the details
3: At least two people died while two others were reportedly injured after a loud explosion ripped through one of the arsenal buildings of the Department of National Defense in Limay, Bataan. Authorities identified the victims as Ricardo Solomon, 40 years old, and Marvin Tatel, 38 years old. Investigation revealed that Solomon and Tatel were handling the mixture of explosive chemicals in a separate room at around 10.30 a.m. when it suddenly exploded. The blast instantly killed Tatel while Solomon died while being transported to the infirmary in the DND arsenal. A portion of building 27 and other machinery was damaged due to the explosion. The Provincial Agriculture Office of Pangasinan has advised farmers in the province to start sowing palai seedlings by the second week of June in time for the release of water irrigation. Assistant Provincial Agriculturist Nestor Batalla said the San Roque Power Corporation and the National Irrigation Administration will release water for irrigation systems starting June 15. Batalya urged farmers to wait for a while to avoid possible damage to their crops due to the persisting dry season. Batalya also said they expect farmers to plant in the 180,000 hectares rice fields in the province this year. He also added that they target to yield at least 1.3 million metric tons of palai, equivalent to 180 percent, which is abundant enough for the needs of the entire province. The local government of Davao City has received support from the United States Agency for International Development, or USAID, to strengthen its COVID-19 response. Davao City Health Office Chief and COVID-19 Focal Person Dr. Ashley Lopez said, USAID offered two mobile swabbing teams for the city, including logistics and testing kits. The USAID also provided six personnel for the swabbing team, including two vehicles for the city's surveillance swabbing center for those who cannot access the Santa Ana Swabbing Center, which is primarily for close contacts of COVID-19 patients.
0: Over in world news, Biden orders intelligence report, on COVID-19 origins within 90 days. Five dead as another cyclone batters India. And Pacific witnessed a blood moon rising. Details in these reports.
2: President Joe Biden on Wednesday ordered U.S. intelligence agencies to report to him in the next three months or whether the COVID-19 virus first emerged in China from an animal source or from a laboratory accident. Biden said in a statement that the agency should redouble their efforts to collect and analyze information that could bring us closer to a definitive conclusion and to report back to him in 90 days. Biden ordered signal escalation in mounting controversy over how the virus first emerged. The answer has immense implications both for China, which says it's not responsible for the pandemic, and for the United States. At least five people died and nearly 200,000 houses were damaged Wednesday as howling winds and waves the height of double-decker buses belted eastern India's second cyclone in as many weeks. Barely a week after cyclone Taktay claimed at least 155 lives in western India, Cyclone Yaas has forced the evacuation of more than 1.5 million people in the eastern states of West Bengal and Odisha. West Bengal Chief Minister Mamata Benerji said that the seaside town of Dingha has been swamped by waves up to 13 feet high. The storm-packed lashing rain and winds gusting up to 155 kilometers per hour, the equivalent to a Category 2 hurricane. stargazers across pacific cast their eyes skyward on wednesday to witness a rare super blood moon as heavens aligned to bring a spectacular lunar eclipse the first total lunar eclipse in two years took place at the same time as the moon was closest to earth in what astronomers says once in a decade show anyone living between australia and central united states was able to see an enormous bright orangey red moon if the skies were clear unlike a solar eclipse the phenomenon was safely visible to the naked eye the eclipse was different because it happened during a super moon when the moon passes a mere 360 kilometers from earth the next super blood moon is expected
0: to take place in 2033 in entertainment trans women in beauty pageant the miss south africa organization announced that they are opening their doors to trans women this year. Details in this report.
3: For the first time, the Miss South Africa beauty pageant will allow transgender women to compete in their premier contest. The Miss South Africa organization said on its website that trans women are eligible to enter the Miss South Africa pageant. However, to be able to compete internationally, the contestant must be in possession of a valid South African ID document reflecting that their amended sex is female. In recent memory, South Africa is only the second country to open its national search to trans women. In 2018, Spanish trans woman Angela Ponte represented Spain at the 2018 Miss Universe in Thailand.
0: In sports, Chess Grandmaster Wesley Saw leads the quarterfinals of the FTX Crypto Cup of the Meltwater Champions Chess Tour. The Cavite-born Saw leads the showdown against his French foe. Let's watch this.
3: Chess Grandmaster Wesley Saw took the first of their two-set quarterfinal showdown against Maxime Vachier-Lagrave of France to inch closer to the semifinals of the FTX Crypto Cup of the Meltwater Champions Chess Tour on Thursday, May 27. The Cavite-born Saw will have a chance to finish off Vachier-Lagrave when they face off again on Friday. Saw is eyeing to finish big and reclaim the overall tour lead he lost when world-class titleist Magnus Carlsen topped the new Chess Classic early this month. The event stakes $220,000 in cash, with $100,000 of that serving as a bonus paid in crypto coins.
0: And those are the news on web today, May 27, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Multi Newspaper tomorrow, or you can log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Etienza for Manella Bolton. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.